Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McClain. <laughs> How's everybody Steve doing today? I, I didn't well, have good. Steve's mic on during the dirt alert, so he wasn't just um, oh. being silent. I forgot yeah. to turn it on. I thought I heard him. Oh, you did? Oh, what a journey. I don't know. Anyway, well, sorry you, about that, Steve. Donna's not a reliable source for this. <laughs> we'll have to turn to the my talker. She may have just heard me just in her head because it's just that time of the day. It's like Pavlov's dogs. That you were talking be. about Kevin Hart's um, uh, baby. And they, the middle name is Mai, right? Yes. Which is really beautiful. Which reminded me, and this is something I've never opened up to you both about. Oh, but wow. um, we had wonderful babysitters as children. I mean, they were outstanding. And they were um, friends of ours, a Vietnamese family, probably the only Vietnamese family that lived in Springdale, Pennsylvania, a predominantly white small town outside of Pittsburgh. But two of our babysitters, one was Mai. Mai was one of the older sisters. <laughs> and then, guess what? Mai, guess who she got married to, Donna? I, I don't know. You almost just said it. Mai got married to Hai. So there was one night that stands out in my head, one of the greatest babysitting nights of all time. You don't know Hai. You've been Hai. You don't know Hai. Oh, no. But Mai and Hai came over and babysat us. And it was one of the most epic babysitting nights ever. I remember us playing this huge game of hide and seek. Uh, Hai, the guy, was pulling off uh, couch cushions and hiding behind them. And we just hiding behind them. And we just couldn't believe it. And by the way, Hai and Mai come from the same family of uh, brothers T, Tum, and Tum. Wow. All of this is true. And then Han and Jung. Han and Jung were our other uh, babysitters, and we just love them. Gosh. Okay, great. we did get an email from Becky on mm. Karori Mai. She says, Kaori, Kaori May. She thinks it's Karori May because she must be Japanese. When okay. I was a kid, I had babysitters Kaori. May and Hay. Okay, all right. I'm just going to change the story to try to. I want to know okay. how to say it. Kaorime. Kaorime? Kaorime. Ooh, Kaorime. I don't know. What about the brothers Titum and Tom? That's I mean, very confusing. Yeah. I don't know how his, their moms got their names straight. What a what a good thing. I mean, if there's a day that goes by just this morning, I call Dev Rex. I've called Rex Dev. <laughs> I call Lila Adeline. I call Gray Dev. It's. I'm an idiot. Guys, I am uh, really stressing out. Hi, Bradley. Cowdy Mai. Cowdy Mai. Oh, because he speaks Japanese. Mai. So Mai. Mai was right. 
Not if May. If Mai is right, not May. Oh. When I was a kid. If they pronounce it in the Japanese way. Oh, thank you, Bradley. Thank you, Bradley. Boy, what a handsome devil that guy is, huh? Hey, Donna. What? Ooh. Anyway, you guys, I am stressing out. I made the hasty decision to have my deck at my cabin, you know, power washed and stained. Mm-hmm. But the is problem great. is, and maybe there are a lot of homeowners out there with this same problem. I have to go with a solid color, not a stain, like a transparent stain. And I've had that done twice, and it is so ugly. It's a nightmare. And every time I pick a color, it looks so stupid next to my beautiful cabin color, which is cedar. Mm. And it's really, really pretty, and it never matches. So now I'm stressing out because the guy's Mm -hmm. telling me, like, hey, you know, if we can't get all the old paint off, you're going to have to go solid color again. Nothing comes close. I'm, I'm, I go into um, Menards yesterday to go get... See big money! Sorry. So Not I go Menards. into Menards She's yesterday stressed out. I'm sorry, to get I'm sorry. little um, samples. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the samples that I need. So I'm oh, like, what? what? Now I have to go into this blindly again? Ugh. You know, d- Donna, I feel sucks. your pain. I, it's so hard. We The last house that we lived at had a paint stain deck and it was torn up like when we got there it had all chipped and so we needed to do it that summer and i was like well great i'm gonna power wash all this stuff off and then i'm gonna get a transparent stain because that's gonna look better it's not gonna chip it'll just fade fading is better than chipping chipping is very tough to ignore as you know so shoddy however Mm. i get the power washer out and what happens you start carving into the wood you're (laughs) destroying the wood i love power washing so, I enjoy yeah, so you start it. ripping I, your siding off your house. And, yes. You know? and, well, and the wood is so, Thin, can only take so rotting, much. Yeah. And so you, then that's why these guys who are up north, they're telling you about your cabin. They're saying, look, we can't destroy the wood just to get the paint off. So if we can't get it off, you're going to have to use one of those paint stains again. And sorry, Charlie, but in two to three summers, you're going to have to do it again if yeah. you're still alive. Whoa. Any of us could, any of us, no, 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 no. Any of us could die. Wow, I, I just could got die a today. 50-year... Uh, you know, warranty on my roof. I'm like, well, that was, I'll be good for the next guy. That was optimistic. <laughs> oh, my god! <gosh. laughs> anyway, if anybody knows of a stain by Cabot that is like as close in color to cedar as possible as far as the semi-solid or the solid, um, I would appreciate an email. That would be so great. Aren't there experts on this? So that's what they specialize they in? They don't is help me with the colors. Color. They, they'll, you know, I'll go, well, what do you think? Because you you do this for a living. What's closest in color to that? But I'm, I don't seem to be getting any oh. designer See, input. Uh, Donna has a, a booklet with her right now. Okay. I think it is her stain booklet. She has a color palette booklet right here. Maybe we can eyeball it since we're on Zoom right now. Oh Put it up God. to the oh, screen. Yeah. Oh, I guess you I should log in, huh? Oh, I, my God. You're not on, Donna. I don't see an email with the link. Well, no, but yeah, Pat said it yesterday. I see. You said all. Oh, you guys were talking about the grid. Yeah, we're up there. Pat sent an email yesterday. All right, I got it. Calm down, everybody. I was going to say, I don't see Donna yet. Well, Jeez, how's my lighting look, Don, by the way? Can you uh, see I my face okay? I can't even see you at all. You're oh, just a, what the hell? You're just a, once again for me, for the second day in a row, you're just a, uh, a gray blob. No. <laughs> it's like a person symbol. I can't see you. 
All right, Pat right, Beaker, but, if you're out there, send us words of affirmation and let us know that what know. we're doing. And are we supposed to use the computer audio or just our broadcast audio? I think just the broadcast audio. I think okay. what you can do is you don't even have to act. I think you don't even have to dial in with any audio, and that will keep the echo away. Does that Perfect. make sense? I love it. You're going to hear mine because I'm on an iPhone and I can't turn it down. So you have to turn your audio down on your computer, which is the in the bottom right corner next to the time. Who See does? That? You do, Donna. Oh, God. Done. Okay, everybody. This is funny. It reminds me, coming up at 11 o'clock, there's a, <laughs> there's a new Netflix anthology series called Social Distance. And in the trailer, there's a lot of this, like, okay, Uncle Tom, we can't see you. Hit the <laughs> huh? button. Yeah. Okay, no, what are you doing under the desk? Come back up. Yeah. So, uh, I, I was trying to get you my router. What's your router? Yeah, I think everybody can relate to this in some way or another. So anyway, you guys, you're looking good. You're looking oh, good. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Dawn, you look very pretty. Oh, thank you. Usually we don't have to look this way, though. Like, we can just... Isn't the, the whole glory of radio is... Uh, and I learned this from you, Donna, is you don't have to get ready. or <laughs> sure. You know, you, you can always look like you stumbled in, and it's fine. But now they're throwing us on Zoom. So, anyway, I think I we're know. all set. Don't you think... Just anybody who goes to work, even if you're in a two-man office, don't you feel like you want to put a bit of an effort in? You know, like... You know... Look good, feel good, do good, sound good. Um, me like fire. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. That, I mean, that's how it is for me. That's why I don't want to like walk down to my my mailbox. But you know, and get think, my mail and get spotted by a neighbor. That's insanity. Like that's insanity. That is you are living in such bondage. My bad skin. No. Oh, you need to just free yourself. Free your mind. And the rest will follow. By the way, I had another uh, real-life moment from The Ring last night. Like the movie? mm -hmm. It was like 4 a.m., I think. I don't know. And I sensed something in my room. Me too. It's 4 a.m. I must be lonely. (laughs) (laughs) That's 3 a.m., sorry. (laughs) It's 4 a.m. I must be Blah, 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 blah. Um, So, anyway, uh, so last night I sensed something. And then I turn and I'm like, is my wife sitting straight up in bed motionless? Ew. Which would have been horrifying. And I oh. would have I, I would have had to run out of the room. Yeah. Dawn would then, have gotten a video camera. <laughs> that's right. She would have got out <laughs> her little beep, her little hanger thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Instead, I'm like, wait, what is this? And then I look and I see, wait, no, she's not sitting. This thing is higher. And then there is my daughter standing arms no. by her side no. next to the bed. No. And I said, honey, what's going on? She said, I can't fall back to sleep. And I was like, okay, just jump in bed with us. Then I sat at the breakfast table with her this morning. I said, do you tap mom? Do you tap me first? Or do you not tap us in the middle of the night because you don't want to startle us? And she said, no, I tap you. I said, okay, because I saw you standing with your arms by your side. And that is very scary in the middle of the night. So just please tap us, shake us, and don't just stand there and try to subtly wake us. Because that's a nightmare. we're going to have to call a priest. (laughs) That's exactly right. right. Uh, when we come uh, back on the Donna and Steve show, we're going to have some things that make us go, huh? Oh, you, man. Steve? Yeah, there's there's a whole, bo- a whole lot of really, really good ones here. Um, I'll give you, you know, the NBA Finals started last night. LeBron James, a lot of people talking about him. The Lakers up 1-0. I'll give you a fun fact you may not have known about how recently the NBA changed significantly. That when we return on the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Boy, you got me good morning and welcome back, you guys. 
You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and this. Things that make you go. Uh, let me deep tease you ahead to 1130 today. It's Throwback Thursday. Throwback okay. Thursday music trivia. It's going to be different this time. Okay? You prepared, Donna? Yes. May I have your watch when you are dead? <laughs> <laughs> it is... Uh, we're, I'm going to try to get through more. It's almost going to be like a rapid fire-ish version. So instead of getting through about four, my hope is that we might get through about eight of them. There's no, what? There's not going to be any kind of music payoff at the end, so we're going to speed things up a little bit. But there was a random sampling today, and that's just where this day in history happens to to fall. And so uh, be prepared. That's coming up today, which means more questions, more chances for you to get one wrong for the first time all year. So pressure will be on. 11.30 today, Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, is that Finn <laughs> Diesel over there? Yep. Uh, I don't know if you feel like I do. All right, oh. sorry. That is kind of... Stallone-ish. Have you heard it? <laughs> so here's something about the NBA. The finals kicked off last night. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers got off to a 1-0 start against the Miami Heat. The NBA didn't start using the three-point line until the 1979-1980 season. And it wasn't actually used universally in college basketball or in the NCAA tournament, for that matter, until the 1986-87 season. So you used to be able to shoot from anywhere on the court, two points. And it makes you wonder. I feel like this this was floated a couple years ago. Could there ever be a four-point line? Because now basketball players sometimes will take two or three steps in from half court, Yeah, shoot it, make it. So would they ever introduce a four-point line? Let's okay. do it. I have. <laughs> I like your enthusiasm, Dawn. Uh-huh. I have questions. Absolutely. Can you go back? You're saying that if you shoot from a certain part, area of the court, that it might be worth more than two points? Um, Like Donna. a three-pointer? <laughs> yeah, three, I, yes. Yeah, there's a there's a, a semicircle that yep. goes around. So if Anything you're within that, that area or past that area, past it's three that. points. Yes. Okay. Now, may I offer something? Wow. Considering that oh, you right. are here, he goes a, with the shooting hoop. I'm just saying, considering that you are a woman <laughs> who has said on the air multiple times, "quote I'm going to shoot hoops at the park and throw the basketball." Yeah, I'm not going to be competing you don't against know this. a team of like high schoolers. I'm just throwing the no, ball no, in the that basket. That would be really throwing fun. Throwing the if ball you in the basket. This was not a rule in the '80s. Well, there was it, no three point shots. Well, not when I played. Okay, easy does it. When just na- did you play? Me. In 1979, yeah. 1980, yeah. Oh, in the NBA, did. that's when the three-pointer became a thing. Okay. But so you didn't know that 40 years ago in the NBA, for the last 40 years in NBA basketball, there has been a three-point line. But you... I will just say this. Okay. <laughs> I very rarely watch professional. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Basketball. Mm-hmm. Oh, or this follow professional basketball. So <laughs> I think to some degree I had an awareness of it, but maybe mm-hmm. in this moment of conversation, I forgot about it. So I would, 
like to ask for um, Grace? Sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. They they don't wear super high shorts anymore either. Oh, what? <laughs> What's up with that? They went through a very baggy face, although they are getting higher now. Are they? My shorts are getting higher too. Personally, they're just well, selling. Well, I think that's more fashionable these days. That's what they say. I think here's here's a quick tip for you guys: if you wear uh, shorts that come to your knee, and I'm talking to my mans out there, my mans, all of them. If you wear shorts that break at your knee, mm-hmm. it's just not the right look for you. You you think it is, and it may be worked for you in the past, but when you just lift them up a couple of inches above the knee, uh-huh. your leg becomes longer. It looks so much better. I'm I'm telling you. On the basketball court or just in fashion in general? Anywhere. Cargo shorts, whatever. In uh in the key outside of the three point line, Donna. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Hang on one second. Donna, Donna and I have to talk offline for a moment. Okay, go ahead. Don, she legitimately didn't know here. that there was a three-pointer in basketball. I know. Did you see my face when I she did. said that? It I... was valuable to see it. I am. Um... How's she looking she's right looking, now? You know what? She's looking at her samples to stain her deck right now. <laughs> she is. Here, she's holding it up for you so you can pick out what is closest to see Oh, great. Okay. Let's I see. just got Which a tip one? from a listener um, who used to be a color consultant for Hirschfields, and she said, oh. you're never going to be able to match it. It's just going to look oh. orange which I kind of want it to look. This she is said, why she doesn't work there anymore. She, go, <laughs> uh. she goes, uh, you got to go with browns, but I've done that before and it's hideous. So. Oh, But Donna. thank you. Just cut it down, you know? Just yeah. don't have one. I'll have build a you a off. deck. You're right. I'm just going to throw cement Yeah. Down. Yeah. Do a ramp. Honest, well, thinking ahead. If you did a ramp, <laughs> no, hear me out. If you did a ramp, a long, <laughs> low-grade uh. ramp, yeah. and, uh, and then just a nice... Almost I'm thinking like I don't want to talk about rubber. Me. Just go back the... to okay. Go back to basketball? Haven't we exhausted that? Donna, you led the show with seeking help for your deck stain. What do you mean you don't want to talk about know, you? We're knee it's... deep. Now we're all emotionally invested. I know, but now I'm abusing the airwaves for my own personal gain. <laughs> you know, I, I think we that's do that every day. Upon. Yeah, I think we all get a segment <laughs> or two per day where we're allowed to do that. How do you think I get dates? Hey. <laughs> oh, you guys. This is interesting about Beverly Hills. So Beverly Hills was named after Beverly Farms, Massachusetts. That was named after Beverly, Yorkshire, England. And that town was named in 700 A.D. because of a colony of beavers. So Beverly Hills is named after medieval British beavers. Don't say it like that. (laughs) Medieval. How do you say? Medieval. Medieval. Wait, what did I say? Medieval. Medieval. Like Medea. Hello, <laughs> medieval, medieval. How do you say it, Don? Medieval, medieval. Med- and, this and I'm saying evil, medieval. And I'm saying medieval. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> medieval. It's my new rap name. Medieval. Uh, we gotta go. Okay. Uh, when we come back, let's do a review of the highest earning celebrity brands. Uh, mm. Some of these actually surprised me. We'll discuss up next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Hey. Hey, it's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We need oh. to get a perfume, guys. What? Oh, yeah. You guys you wearing any right now? Yeah. Yeah, but I need to get some new stuff. I feel like it's just not smelling the same as it's supposed to. Well, you know, your your I think your body's own like biochemistry changes 
as right, throughout your no, no, once you turn 40 no, you start no, no, to no, no, have no. old lady no. smell <laughs> that's what he's gonna say no oh, no no yes don't lie as you as you evolve as one evolves as one evolves it could be any of us your biochemistry changes and the in in this the, the spray interacts with what's on your skin and coming out of your skin yeah. and creates a new scent. So the spritz you spritz in the air is different than the spritz after it's come down. That's what we call it in the fragrance biz. Ooh. After the come down, it takes on a bit of a different scent. Oh my gosh. I wish that you could be on QVC selling scents. Do you know that I applied? Oh, I have the hotline number for whenever they have jobs available. Do you know they offered me a job and I Did turned they? it down? No. Yes, it wasn't QVC. It was a different. It was one of one, one of them. Those networks. I've always uh, wanted it stressed to do me it. out too much. I went. No, I can't. Donna, can't you're do living it. my dream. I want to be able to hold. I took a this job instead and just be able to talk about it for like two hours. I mean, Donna. I could. I, I practice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> with just like a pen i'll be like wait don give us give us your give us your okay, audition do, yeah pick up a pen whatever you have what do you have in your hand i have uh, some hairspray here for oh, my yeah. purse okay yeah you know guys what i love about this is that um it, it fits conveniently in my purse it's just the right size right. and sometimes when you have a larger bottle of hairspray you know you really get that full blast that full power whenever you spray it sure. and you would expect with a small bottle like this that you wouldn't get the same kind of power but i'm telling you it's just as good as a big bottle that's amazing oh, not only that a uh, very very economically priced i mean this is a great value we have here and we only have five left right now we only have five left we have karen on the line karen go ahead what do you think about this hairspray oh my gosh i thought i was karen i'm sorry i'm karen and i want to talk to your manager oh gosh karen we just don't have time for you today oh don this would be great for you oh my gosh donna were you offered uh reached out to by a a local qvc ish sort of an entity yeah no 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 about no it was evine it was for sure evine okay all right we got to the bottom of that all right thank you now what do you want to talk about okay so the reason i brought up the perfume by the way and thank you for the uh bonus hairspray um (laughs) was because a list just came out of the top 25 highest earning celebrity brands i mean kim kardashian's only number 12 on the list i wonder (gasps) if these are in order yeah, oh. she's only number 12 on the list. Can I guess who's number yes. one? I would love for you to guess that. Okay, so for number one, I'm going to guess um, Kylie Wait. Jenner. No. She's number eight on the list with Kylie Cosmetics at eight. $177 million. Oh, yeah. You're not going to believe who's like even, it's just crazy. You know, so I think what we're going to find out on this list is that there are a lot of celebrities who are on the low, even richer than we thought. Paris Hilton has tons of perfumes. You um, mentioned fragrance. That's yeah. a good guess. But Paris is, wow, she's not even, I don't even see her in the top 25. Oh my, my first glance here. What about Clooney with Casa de Migos? Oh, oh, Steve, let's see. Because um, he sold that for right. a huge payday. George Clooney comes in at number 16 at $36 million. So I will tell you, the number one person on the highest earning celebrity brands list has an estimated annual revenue of $1.5 billion. <sighs> uh, can you give us a hint? That's um, a lot of money. It what? has to do with something that we need to do what we do for a living. 
computers? Alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we already said Clooney. Is it Clooney? Uh, <laughs> computers? Is it a computer thing? It's not. It has to do with uh, something that you're wearing right now. Underwear. Uh, oh, well, that's Is an, an upgrade. Un- not an underwear brand? <laughs> um, jeans? I'm looking at you and can see what you're wearing right now. I'm wearing a sweater. What are you wearing above your sweater? Chiseled jawline, razor sharp wit. <laughs> I need another hint. Okay. Um, um really? Dawn, do you know what I'm talking about? Dawn, do. you're also headphones, wearing them. Dr. Yes. Dre. You got it, buddy. Beats by Dre. How much did he make? Um, one point five billion a year. Okay. A year. Now that's what the company gets. Beats by Dre, but I I mean you're Dre. His ex wife gets half of what he that's makes. That's right. <laughs> because he didn't have a prenup. Dummy. Holla, we want pre- um, number two is um, Kanye West. Oh, with his the Yeezy, Yeezy brand. brand. No. Unbelievable. Number two. I mean, he is above Gwyneth Paltrow, Simon Cowell, the Olsen twins. What's Simon Cowell selling? Simon Cowell Hopes is... Hopes and dreams. Right? <laughs> uh, he's got a music company. Psycho okay. Music. Psycho, yeah. Yep. Jay-Z Comes in at number 17, 30 and a half million dollars for his 4040 club. Oh. Um, Oprah is only number 20 on the list of 25 oh, wow. highest earnings. Oh, is Ellen on there with all of her products that she sells? She is not. Like underwear and. Okay. Nope. Uh, number three is the Jessica Simpson collection. Mm. No. What is she Perfume. collecting? Clothes. And perfume. Yeah, wow. purses. Yep. She has a lot of purses. She's got, I like Shoes. her stuff. I do too. A lot. Yeah. Um, then comes Fenty Beauty from Rihanna. Then Fenty Fashion House from Rihanna. Oh. Wow. Then Jessica Alba's Honest Company. Okay. Fabletics from Kate Hudson. Mm-hmm. $300 million. Yeah. I mean, the smartest thing these people have done was... Put the acting on and the other stuff on the back oh, yeah. burner. Oh, yes. Then she comes back again at number nine with Savage X Fenty. Oh my gosh. So three in the top 10. We got Jay Z. We got Drew Barrymore with her flower beauty. Victoria Beckham wow. is tied with Simon Cowell, by the way. I wonder how involved they are in their companies. I do too. I, you know, I see Maria Sharapova on mm-hmm. here, and yeah, I, she's, she's got Sugarpova because she's yes. on. Um, Shark she was Tank. on. She was on Shark Tank uh, as a shark once. Yeah, and they were I talking just, about Sugarpova. I feel like I almost thought she was on for a whole season. I don't know why I thought that. No. I've never watched Shark Tank. <gasps> Dawn. Oh, it's good. It's good. Don, wait a minute. I have a list of inventions, about fifty of them, in my phone. I just keep, keep adding to it things I think of that need to be made. Oh. Don, if you like the idea of being on QVC, you mm-hmm. like presenting a product, winning the, these people go out there and it's single-handedly the most important pitch of their lives. It is one of my favorite, I would put it in my top 20 shows and maybe top 10 of all time. It's oh, really? just every single time, every episode, I enjoy it. And there's it's it's just it's so well done and it's gotten so much better as years have gone on. But funny thing is, they've just stuck to the same formula. It's wonderful. Go look. Uh, repeats are on CNBC. Okay. I have a oh question my. about that show. Do you think, obviously, these deals 
so the way it works, Dawn, is you probably know this, but like somebody has an idea, they've got a business, mm-hmm. they, they have to go in with their numbers, they they walk in, they do a little presentation, and then they're asking these guys if they'd be willing to invest. Yeah. Mm. And then they ask them, you know, questions and may make an offer and kind of lowball them. And sometimes there's a deal, sometimes there's not. Right. Do you think the deal has already been made prior to those people walking into the no. room? No, I've, I I know people who have been on Shark Tank. You do? They, no, what? this is it is totally it's totally real. And they even put up a disclaimer at the end of Shark Tank where they say all of the deals is really the shark's money. And there what uh, there what you don't see is there is a due diligence? Excuse me. Due diligence. I'm due diligence. Yeah. There is a due diligence period afterward where the shark is entitled to an amount of time to make sure that all of the facts that the person said about their business, what are your sales, what are your profits, what's your debt, is all correct. But those are real deals done with the sharks. The sharks really work with them. It's all legit, and that's what makes the show even cooler. It's not scripted. They're all really fighting for the deal, and sometimes you'll see them outbidding each other. It's it's always interesting. It sounds exciting. Always. So it's you don't think exciting. they had a look at the paper? The sharks had a look at all the the paperwork prior to those people walking. No, in the room. no. I think that wow. the only thing that they see is whatever is out there, whatever staging they're mm-hmm. using. So if they have a display or something like that, that's all they get to see. But then they come in, they sit down after everything's set. All right, bring them in, and Boy. then that, the person walks down the hall. And then they have to stand on that uh, that carpet, the famous uh, Shark Tank carpet, for like 60 seconds silently. Sharks not talking, them not talking, so that the camera folks can get the right cutaway shot of them. And they say that that's just this adrenaline-pounding moment of like, oh my gosh, I'm about to do this, I'm about to do this, I'm about to do this. And then they're like, action. And then they're like, hi, sharks, and start their pitch. Well, and... I have to say that the sharks just saying, okay, I'll, in, I'll give you, you know, 500,000 for 20%. That's taking a big leap of faith in that moment, knowing sure. nothing but what they're saying on a television show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's crazy. Ring. Ring. Remember ring? The doorbell ring? Yeah. That was a Shark Tank oh. pitch. Oh, we have and, those. And that guy yeah. is now... What, he was a guest shark. He's one of the richest sharks now because oh, of how much cool. Ring is valued at today. Absolutely. Was the Venmo guy? No, the Venmo guy was on Bachelor. Yeah. The guy who invented mm-hmm. Venmo. Yeah. Oh. John was his name. John Venmo. Mm. <laughs> anyway, you know, also, I heard um, Jason talking about The Weakest Link this morning. Yes. Um, I watched it last night, most of it, because, you know, I was thrown in a load. But um, it's very good. Steve, with you would Jane like Lynch, it. Right? Oh, yeah. the new one yeah. with Jane Lynch. She's perfect. Like, she just perfectly just kind of transitioned in there, and she's great. What happened to the uh, the other lady? The, um... Remember her? Goodbye, that lady. Uh, you are the weakest link. I don't know. Goodbye. I think she just went back to I England. I think she was in an uh, alien spacecraft. We saw her go I think... up into space but she is an alien <laughs> yep she's an alien steve that's what happened all right. to her okay. all right on that note when that's we come satisfying. back if you see something we want you to say something you guys both saw something steve what'd you see you know there was a, a, a big movement you should swap out your desk chair and you should start sitting on an exercise ball it's good for your core yeah about that
they found something out that I think everyone needs to know. We'll yeah. dig into that and more when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Night, 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 night. It's fun to watch you during the commercial break, Donna. Oh, yeah? What am I doing? Uh, usually mouth agape, eyebrows either twitching or like re- reacting to information that you're reading? Um, I'm very um, uh, time efficient. Like I try to utilize every minute that I have during the commercial break to get things done. Are you trying to one-up us right now? I'm, I'm super, uh, yeah, I want to be time efficient too. <laughs> no, you know, like I want to read, uh, like double check what the next story is coming up, make sure I understand it correctly so I'm not reading it live on the fly and then getting yelled at by our boss because she could be really mean. Yeah, she's known she for her really meanness. She's really been afraid of um, Amy lately. Yeah. B. Arthur. Did you see her attack me in the hallway the other day, Dawn? I was with Did, you. Yeah. Was it a physical assault? Yes. <laughs> and the security guard was right there, and she just folded and her it, arms and she went, and "Well, what are you going to do?" Yeah. He approved it. Yeah. yeah, it was very scary. I Boy. bet on it. I was betting on Donna Valentine because she, she had so much fear. I was like, "Back off!" Oh no, you're the too Arthur close. She goes, "Stand back, her. six feet, please." That's what Donna said to our boss. <laughs> she goes, "Whoa, why am I getting attacked right now?" Who would win in a fight? I mean, honest to goodness, B. Arthur or Donna? Oh, B. Arthur for sure. Yeah, because she feels like she has more pent-up aggression. Yeah, I I am more sensitive. I'm a little more sensitive than Amy is. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I'm sorry. And she's like, you better be sorry, (laughs) you little country bumpkin. Country bumpkin. (laughs) Well, all I did during the commercial break was urinate, and now I feel very... Okay. Unproductive. Cool. But it was a uh, it was a full bladder empty, which is good. Feeling pretty good. Speaking of which, somebody remind me I have to take the dog out during the next commercial break, and you know that's <laughs> going to be a wind sprint for me. I just hope I make it back in time. He already crapped in the corner of the dining room today. Oh, cool. <sighs> is your dog house trained, Donna? You know, Donna, I was counting on a lot more empathy uh when i brought puppy talk to the table because i only got the puppy for the sake of this radio show for you and i to have some common ground and i'm looking for empathy okay. from you when i mention these things oh okay could that you work terrible. on that you know there's a really good spray for that Mm-hmm. yeah yeah we have we have a spray okay use it <sighs> Isn't uh, do you have real dog talk with Donna floors? sucks? No, they're fake. They're LVT. Oh, good, good. Luxury that would vinyl really tile. suck because you yes. could say goodbye to that. Yeah, it sucks. The fake wood is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're you know a goober and you think you want natural like hardwood, no, real hardwood, yeah, you're enjoy the scratches there, you idiots. Right? <laughs> oh. Wow, aggressive. Um, if you have seen someone in your office, think the obnoxious one. Someone came to mind. And maybe they were like, hey, guys, I'm trying something new, and I'm not doing my office chair anymore, but I'm doing this exercise ball because I read a blog about what it does for your core. Yeah. Read this study aloud to them, and then you will pop the exercise ball at the completion of this study. <laughs> oh, this, no. from the Center for Disease Control, Fauci, they found that sitting on an exercise ball instead of a chair isn't actually doing anything for your health. In fact, 
it could make your health worse. So this CDC uh, study found that when you sit on an exercise ball at work all day, it doesn't really do anything for your core strength. It doesn't do anything for your posture like they were leading us to believe, but it could lead to lower back pain. So now instead of alleviating a problem, you've created a problem. Oh, wow. On top of that, if you think you're burning calories, you know, just by stabilizing all day as you type, Mm -hmm. the researchers found that you'll only burn an extra four calories an hour on a ball rather than a chair. (laughs) That is 32 calories during your entire eight hour workday, which is basically like burning off one quarter of one single Oreo. The researchers just like sitting on it and you have a healthy back because I like just, that bouncy. I'd like to bounce yeah. on it. Yeah. I bet you if I got you an exercise ball, I don't know if you would like it more than 30 minutes. I have an exercise ball. Thank you. But do you sit on it at home and no, did you get rid of the I recliner? Don't. No, I don't. It's, well, I want to put a handle on it. You know, so remember those things oh, that you bounced on? Those are, were so fun. I want that. Oh, we have one of those. Races. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, the researchers do say that the exercise balls are good, but for actual exercise. Right. As chairs, okay. though, it's a gimmick. Don't buy into it. You know what I'm noticing more in our office than... Standing desks. Mm-hmm. You've, have you been up to the third floor? Have you been to the web department? They don't allow me up there. I need, like, a special pass or something. Oh, yeah. You no. need to go in with, like... Uh, a teen or something like that to get you into the the club. It's the the kids in this room and they are, I say that in a loving way, please don't kill me. They're like in their twenties and early thirties. They all look hip. They shop at different stores than the rest of the building does. And they all have standing desks. And do you know that their desks at the push of a button go up and down? Yes. Their desks do? Yes. You push a button. Yeah. And it, It goes up and down. Sonia, the sales manager, she has one of those, too. Huh. Don, you're standing. Do you yeah. feel like it's fun? No. All I right. Uh, I go for as long as I can. And then and you then swap I'm out. Like, okay, I got I to gotta sit down for a little while. I'm stand up I right get now. that. Yeah. I get that. All right, and stop then, using your exercise ball. Remember I had the story about intermittent fasting. For every study you find that helps, you're going to find one that says the opposite yes dawn what does target need to do that walmart is doing well walmart is redesigning their stores to duplicate what their app looks like <gasps> it's no way. really cool so oh they, that's fun so yeah basically whenever you like look on the target app you can type in like or you can be like oh my gosh where is the yeast to make bread okay and you're looking all over the place you can put it in the target app and it'll tell you which aisle well Walmart is redesigning 200 stores early next year and then 800 stores by early 2022. And it's going to be a layout that has like digital screens in there. Think about like an airport where they're Mm. directing you where to go. This is where baggage claim is. This is where this is. And it changes. Oh, I love it. Like uh, flights that come through, you know, uh, like a board like that, except it's going to match what the app has. So you can look at your phone, you can match up and you can be like, Oh. oh, okay. Toiletries are down that way. That's smart. You know, arrows, yes. You Can know, I add something to that? Sure. Sure. That, that Target does, and, and it's not as slick as what you're describing. That's that's really great. But if you do go on to the Target app, mm-hmm. and then if you type in rice mm-hmm. um, it will tell you 
uh, where it is in the store, and it will show you on a map with like a like a GPS blue little beacon, oh. and then you know I'm here, and I need to go over there to get the rice aroni. Oh, I need to turn on my location services on my phone to do yeah. that. I guess. Yes, try yeah. that. Okay, because right now it'll just tell me like W five, like which aisle it's. Yes, in. That's but there's a little blue thing too. that'll show you, and it's it is nice. That I, is nice. Especially, I suck in grocery stores. Oh my gosh, especially when you just want to get in and out of there as quick as you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. I hate grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. All right, not the worst, but you know. <laughs> anyway, when we come back, uh, Steve doesn't usually like Weird Al. I know. But you like him in this one particular scenario. There's a parody that he did that is very timely, especially if you listen to the debates, and it made me laugh out loud this morning. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.